Welcome to Refocus. I'm your host, Trevor Wilson. This is a podcast of Sunday school lessons that I've taught, some sermons that I have preached. Uh, I have various guests at different times. Uh, Basically, the, the whole idea is to just kind of refocus back on the Word of God, going back to those Bible stories, studying the scriptures. Let's just, just kind of get out of ourselves, out of our own thinking, and go back to the Word of God and see what He has to say. I love those old Sunday school lessons when we were kids. We seem to have gotten away from some of those, just the bare bones bottom of what the Word of God, the meat and potatoes, if you will. So I hope you enjoy it and pass along and share. Now, let's get to the lesson. Hello, once again, Steve Wilson here, continuing in our study in the book of Matthew. We're um, in uh, Matthew chapter 15. I think we wrapped up uh, through verse 12, I think, last time. Um well, verse, I guess, 11, maybe. But anyway, um, it's kind of continuing on the same topic here. It's a follow-up to a situation where uh, Jesus has been reprimanding the uh, the Pharisees because they, they, they brought uh, a question to him about the, uh, or a complaint, I should say, about the disciples who were, um, picking corn on the Sabbath, and or I'm sorry, washing not washing their hands when they eat, and um, you know they were he, they were violating tradition. So Jesus went into this whole thing about tradition versus uh, you know the content of your heart, what's there. Then the last thing he said in Matthew 15:11, he says, "Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth this defileth a man." So he begins to elaborate on this in this next section, but it, it comes as a result of this, the disciples now who are questioning him about this whole issue and, and about what he, he said or seeking clarification. Verse 12, it says, Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? So Jesus turns to them in verse 13, but he answered and said, and he sort of gives them a, a little, uh, I don't know if you call it a parable or a metaphor here. It says, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. So Peter responded and answered Peter and said to him, Declare unto us this parable. In other words, you know, Jesus, clarify this whole situation for us. What, what do you mean? What's this whole issue about a plant? You know, what does it mean? And he's referring to the, the bodily process of, uh, of, of uh, consuming food, processing food. Um, verse 16, he says, Are ye also yet without understanding? Do not ye yet understand it whatsoever entereth in at the mouth, goeth into the belly, and is cast out into the drought. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. So let me let me stop there and kind of go back and cover this a little bit more. <coughs> is, you know, it's it's you know, a picture of food 
as you process it, you know, your, your body, you know, brings it into your body and then it begins to send out the nutrients to different parts of the food to the, to the body, you know, where it's needed. And the stuff that's garbage, you know, you expel. Uh, but, you know, what you need goes to the body that, you know, it needs to nourish. So in relation to the things that, um, you know, that, that, that go into man, the things that we hear. Now, you know, now we're transferring from the mouth to the ear, but, you know, all the senses have similar functions. Um, they're, they're intake instruments. You know, they, they record what you touch, smell, you know, hear, that, that kind of thing. Uh, and then and, and, and they process in different ways. And so he's saying, you know, the things that go, if you relate it to, you know, the things that we hear on, on earth here and the things that we do, um, things that you hear will go in and get processed through your mind and you will um, weigh them, consider them, maybe research them, that sort of thing. And the things that seem to have no value or the things that are false, the, the things that are not going to be a benefit to you, you dismiss. But the things that you deem important and valid, you know, true, all that sort of thing, you retain. And when you retain them in your memory, they then become convictions. Um and so that's what he's talking about. You then become convicted by these things that have entered into your 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 thinking process, and um, you know, and then they they become convictions, and so they affect your emotions, they affect your actions, they affect everything you do, because you then begin to interpret everything around you based on that belief system that you have adopted. So. Um, you know, he's, he's saying that um, be careful about what you retain um, because what's going to happen then is once these things are brought into your mind and, and so on and into your heart, they become a part of you and everything you do then is a reaction to that belief system. And so you're going to say things and you're going to do things. In verse uh, 19 it says, for out of the heart proceedeth evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. You know, people who commit these crimes, these acts, uh, do them because they have already justified them in their own mind. They haven't, they don't necessarily determine they're, that they're legal, but they have decided within themselves that they're going to commit these acts because they you know, they, they make their own personal desires more important or or perhaps some other result is um, is pursued that, that, that seems to make them okay, that compromises what the world says. And so they commit these crimes and these terrible things. And so um, in respect to the, uh, to the um, Pharisees and so on, he's saying the, the Pharisees have, have adopted these false beliefs, these things that have come into their minds. Um, you know, it, it, this started by the disciples saying, you know, the Pharisees are offended 
by what you said. Well, you know, unfortunately, um, a side effect of Christianity is sometimes being offensive. Um, I was interviewed one time by a TV station because uh, we had uh, gone around on Halloween and passed out bags of candy and uh, you know from our church bags of candy with a with a track inside that was you know designed for children we had a mother call and complain to a to a, a tv station and so the news guy got a hold of me and came and and began talking to me and, and one of the things he brought up was aren't aren't you you know aren't you afraid that um, you're going to offend people and i and i told him i said well that's not our goal we certainly aren't out there to, to try to offend people, but we can't change our message. We can't, you know, our job is to tell people uh, about the love of Christ and, and the fact, and give them the gospel message. And I was, fortunately, I was able to give the gospel message on that newscast. Um, and I said, it, you know, that's it, things Jesus did, like right here, um, is an example of the gospel being offensive to people. But we can't dumb it down. We can't cease to do it. Um, that doesn't mean that we aren't compassionate. I mean, we're out there to begin with sharing the gospel because we're compassionate. We don't want to see people on going to hell, you know, lost and going to hell. When we go door knocking, trying to share Christ with people, we're out there because we care about them. But unfortunately, many times we're met at the door with some uh, pretty rude receptions. But, you know, that's just the way things go. The gospel is offensive. Now, kind of back to what he's, you know, what he's referring to here about what goes in, you know, comes out in different ways. There's a lot of garbage being dispensed out there in the world today. Um, I read a thing on uh, diet. Of course, I'm, you know, I'm overweight and certainly... Uh, I look at things, you know, when I see articles and mentions and different things that I can do that, you know, maybe I can adopt and try to lose a few pounds. And and so I, I read stuff about healthy food and unhealthy food. And so I read this, this article about um, foods that people claim are healthy, that are marketed as being healthy, when in fact they're not, like cereal bars and, you know, things like that. Um, and certain foods that they claim you should eat, um, like wheat bread, is actually worse for you than regular bread, you know, stuff like that. Um, and so there's, there, there's, you know, there's bad representation of stuff. And when it comes to, um, you know, theology, there's some bad, bad, bad theology out there that's being passed along over the airwaves and what have you. And, People are adopting it and making it part of their lifestyle, and and so you know they it's an, it's not spiritually healthy, and so when people hear the truth, when they encounter someone who who talks about Christ and says he is the only way, they react rudely and sometimes even violently. Um, you know, my brother um, had a jail ministry for a while, and he was uh, there doing a, a, a Bible study, and he made the remark that 
Christ is the only way. You have to come to God. There's only one God, Jehovah, and Jesus Christ is his son. He died for you and so on, gave him the gospel message. And there was a Muslim there in the crowd, and he reacted very violently. Of course, you know, they believe that Allah is God and Muhammad was his messenger and so on. And they actually had to restrain the guy because you know this 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 bad theology uh, these evil teachings are out there and people don't expel them the way they should you know and and, and even Christ himself said everything that's out there is not for me just because it sounds religious doesn't mean that it's for me and if it's not good then no good will come of it um so he's saying be careful what you take in um, verse 20 says these are the things which defile a man but to eat with unwashing hands defileth not a man so traditional things while there's purpose in tradition um, and I'm sure generally speaking um, the disciples washed their hands who were in a setting in a home or something where there was uh, water and maybe soap or whatever they used back in those days available, um, they would wash their hands. But in this situation, they didn't. And so the Pharisees, of course, um, said, hey, what's going on? They, you know, they, they're eating bread and they're not washing their hands for whatever reason. I, you know, I don't know, but they were complaining about this tradition that was being broken. And while it may have been a valid tradition, traditions are not doctrine. Uh, these are not things that come from Jesus. Jesus didn't teach tradition. Jesus taught sound theology. And when he tells us to go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost and so on, he says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Jesus taught sound theology, and he wanted us to convey everything that he had taught us. Uh, but he doesn't want us to go out there and convey tradition as if it's doctrine. And certainly, people, if there's, if there's something out there that you're struggling with, um, question it. Find find your local, you know, in your in your church, and I, and I hope you're part of a local church. This is one of the greatest values of a local church, is you'll have leadership there that you can go to and ask these questions, and um, and determine whether they're valid or not. Because Jesus Christ started the church. Jesus Christ loves the church. He even says the church will be his bride someday. There's great value in a local church, and that's that's how you approach things that come into your life and and you have to make a decision as to whether these are things that you need to expel or ignore or dispense whatever term you want to use or absorb into your thought patterns and into your belief systems and things like that um, because there's just a lot of garbage out there so i hope this has been helpful uh, we're down through uh let's see uh, verse uh, 20, so we'll pick up on Matthew 15, 21, where uh, Jesus goes to Tyre and Sidon next time. So 
Hope you're enjoying this. Hope you're getting something out of it. God, and until next time, God bless.